Welcome to Covenant Conversations, a podcast hosted by two friends sharing their experiences with healing, growth, and leadership. Join us as we encourage one another through laughter, love, and faith. What's up, what's up, Gina? The day is beautiful, even though it's a little overcast. (laughs) It feels like fall. The leaves are changing. And I just love that crispness in the air. Absolutely. So crisp. Yes. (laughs) And what's even more better about this day is my husband is on his way to bring me some coffee. Yes, he is. (laughs) But I already have mine from earlier. Yes, you beat beat me to it. Yes, it's pumpkin spice season. You hear that, Ashley? It's pumpkin spice coffee. (laughs) That is hilarious. Shout out to Ashley, who does not like pumpkin spice coffee. Uh, Yes, just the coffee. She likes pumpkin spice, but not the coffee coffee so but yeah um yeah definitely enjoying the fall weather and we're so glad you guys joined us today Mm -hmm. today is it will we're season two episode three episode three already i know isn't that my goodness we are just moving right along here this is awesome and uh today we're going to be talking about trusting god Mm -hmm. and uh in different ways that we can trust him. And so we're going to be diving into that um, in just a moment. But just thank you guys again for just joining us. It's always a joy to to see. I know um, it it was awesome. We got a lot of great feedback from episode two, Mm -hmm. um, talking about spiritual discernment. So definitely take a look at that or take a look at it. Definitely listen listen to to it it if you haven't so already. But just appreciate you guys so much joining us. on each episode so thank you for that (laughs) yes absolutely and we're just wanting to connect with you more and we're we're brainstorming about some ways to do that and um you know we're going to be out there doing these podcasts and some facebook lives every month so we we're just looking forward to connecting on a regular basis yeah. with our audience. So, but so, yeah. We're, yeah, but let's go ahead. You ready to I am ready. Erica. We are ready to get into this one trusting God, man. Man oh man, guys. Oh, Let me yes. tell you. I am just going to start with the uh the verse Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. That verse has been a powerhouse verse for me in my life since I got saved mm. because I do need to be reminded often. Don't to, we all, Gina? Don't we all? To trust God. And it's not just, I know a lot of people are familiar with the verse. When I read it, you're going to say, oh, I, yeah, I know those scriptures. But there's a power and a reminder in these verses to bring our soul, which is our mind, will, and emotions into alignment with God's plan and God's will and the, in surrendering it, because just, um, Paul was talking about how we're always in that constant battle between the flesh and the spirit. So there's, I, and Erica's going to go into this a little bit deeper in a little bit, but how we need to relinquish our 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 mind our emotions to the holy spirit so that we're surrendering because we we hold on to those areas not even realizing it yes and we 
we get hung up and we're doubting or our faith maybe is wavering and God uses this to remind me. He says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Well, your heart I'm, it just makes me think of our emotions. Yeah. Our understanding is our mind, our, and you know, how we process. And then in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Wow. And, and Erica, it's when I was going through this, God was showing me that when we do this, then there's no diversions. We're not going in different directions. Mm, so we're good. going down this straight path when we are <laughs> letting go of everything and trusting him in those areas of our, our flesh, our soul, then we are able to go on the straight path. Because I know in the past when my mind was focused on the things going on that were troubling me, I started to feel like I was walking in a maze. Yeah. It was just Such, awful. Mm -hmm. And Been so there. That <laughs> the second point is that when we trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not on our own understanding, that he will guide us through that maze. Yes. It's, it's you know, we've uh, taken the youth to this big, corn maze and super fun it's it is actually super fun but it is like intense like really really big and takes like an hour to get through yes it does <laughs> it is huge and you go through and then you're like a dead end and then you're like oh you gotta backtrack and sometimes we're walking in these mazes of events in our life wow. that we're trying to get through and trusting god is when you start to see the path you're supposed to follow and you can get through the maze. Mm. And then that's connected to the third point that God showed me, which is that he provides clear divine direction. Yes. Yes, he does. I wish we would all understand that, you know, because God is does not bring on confusion. Exactly. It's going, and you'll have a piece about it. It may not be. You may not see the whole thing. Right. And I think that's where we get, oh, it's not clear enough. It's God's right. not speaking when really, no, God wants, listen, God wants to, he, if we read the whole entire Bible, yes, everything is clearly laid out. Sorry. I didn't want to. No, but no, I, you're I fine. Just, it's, I, it's incredible because it is us surrendering these areas that, are part of our fleshly nature, yeah. our soul, so to speak, that we can navigate mm -hmm. through those different situations. You know, we're both of us are going through major life transitions right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. And in those life transitions, you are questioning and wondering, you know, we're getting ready to sign on the dotted line today. Congratulations. To purchase a house. Yay. She's buying a house today, y'all. Exactly. <laughs> and then in the back of your head, you're like, am I doing the right thing? And I'm like, well, it's a little too late for that. But <laughs> You can still run. You can still run, Gina. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but it's, it's scary. But God has continually given us peace. Yeah. Direction favor in this process and yes there have been some unexpected um costs mm -hmm. but it was really neat because um i don't remember if we talked about this but the um the weekend that we had our um inspection 
we got home that that same night and our refrigerator had died Mm. and suddenly we were like oh my goodness what about all extra costs that come from out of nowhere how are we going to navigate this yeah but then god blessed us the next day by having somebody that god spoke to and said you need to give them this amount of money to help cover the cost of the lost food that is so awesome isn't it and my husband steve was like so excited he's like i needed this reminder from god that he's going to provide for us through the whole process man let me tell you god is awesome yeah he knows exactly what we need when we need it He he knows what reminders um that we need in order to just keep us going and to just gently just keep reminding us, hey, I got you. You know, I got you. I got you. I got you. Well, he's a heavenly father. And I really feel like we forget that he's Abba Father. Yeah. That he's our provider. And I think because of our culture and society where we're so used to having a job, providing for ourselves, being self-sufficient, right? Something breaks down, you call somebody to fix it. You know, it's, it's not a world that is designed to, to depend upon God. Oh, that is so good. And because of that, we're, we're kind of in that battle. It's like, we need reminders. Let's go to the the Lord first. Let's go to God first. Yes. He may direct you to the right contractor, the right person, or the the financial way for to provide for the need or the right job situation or a car. But he's going to orchestrate it when we are inclusive mm. in those areas and not try to resolve everything on our own. And I think that's kind of that area where what you're going to talk about now about trusting him when not just the big stuff or just our spiritual walk, mm-hmm. his calling and all of that, but living it out day to day in life. Yeah. And so, Gina, man, that was so good. Man, I could just let you talk all day. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so when I when when I was thinking about, okay, God, trusting God, trusting God, always a huge topic. I think will always be a huge, a huge topic um, for for everyone. So he took me to two passages of scripture that I've never thought about in the context um, of which I'm about to, to do my best to explain it, which is why I wanted Gina to go first, because she was able to really uh, set down a foundation. So let me um, get right into it. I'm going to be looking at two passages of scriptures, one in Luke 14 and one in Luke 9. I want to read um, Luke 14 first, verses 25 through 33. And so it says this, it says, now great crowds accompanying accompanied him and he turned and said to them if anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters yes and even his own life he cannot be my disciple whoever does not bear his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple for which of you desiring to build a tower does not first sit down and count Mm. the cost whether he has enough to complete it Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation, it is not able to finish. All who sue it will be see it will begin to mock him, saying, "This man began to build and was not able to finish." Or what king going out to encounter another king in war will not sit down first and deliberate whether he is able with ten thousand to meet him who comes against him with twenty thousand? And if not, while the other is yet a great way a great way off, he sends a delegation. 
and asks for terms of peace. Mm -hmm. So therefore, any one of you who does not renounce all that he has cannot be my disciple. And so the first part I want to talk about is this. I know often as Christians, we um, talk a lot about counting the cost, right? Mm -hmm. This is a a passage where a lot of pastors will preach on counting the cost, which is amazing, right? Because I think sometimes new believers come in to this walk, and then we see a lot of people leave um, this walk um, because they haven't counted the cost or they right. haven't um, gone through, hey, what it really means to be a disciple. And so, but often, most of the time when, well, when I have always thought about this passage and what I've heard pastors speak on this passage is counting the cost. It usually comes down to physical things, meaning, mm. hey, yep. um, if I need to leave my family, you know, um, right. if I need to leave a job, Lord, I'm going to follow you no matter what. If I've got to mm-hmm. leave my job, Lord, okay, you're calling me to be a missionary. I'm going to leave everything behind and, and go follow after you. You know, God, if I need to change my finances, um, I'm going to leave it all for you, right? It's a, I feel like it's a lot of physical things. God, okay, I need to leave this group of friends because I'm counting mm-hmm. the cost in this area and I'm leaving it all yeah. behind for you. But very quickly, what God, the Holy Spirit laid in my heart was so many of us are so willing to lay down and count the costs in physical areas, very tangible areas right. in our life. But none of us ever say, God, with my thoughts, mm-hmm. with my perspective, when yes. I'm going through the toughest of toughest times, yeah. am I counting the cost in that area where I'm taking every thought captive Ooh. and I'm keeping you the center mm-hmm. of it all despite what it looks like? To me, that's counting the cost as a disciple. Yes. When you're saying, Lord, I don't get it. It hurts. I don't yes. understand why me. Oh, me. Ouch, me. But right. Lord, no matter what it looks like in the physical, spiritually, with my thoughts, with my soul, with my heart, with my mind, I'm counting the cost and laying down every thought that is not of you and determining in my spirit to keep chasing after you. And I don't ever hear anyone talking about counting the cost with our perceptions. Exactly. And yeah, that is such a good point, Erica. I I mean, our, our minds are... When you said that we, you know, taking every thought captive, yeah, that is so powerful to me because that is in complete um, opposition to surrendering to God. If yeah. our thoughts aren't captive, because our thoughts just run wild. <laughs> I don't know about you, but my thoughts run wild. <laughs> I have to take my thoughts captive a lot. <laughs> I've gotten much better, but when we first got married, my imagination would get so far away from me. Poor Steve was 45 minutes late home from work. Oh, no. He, it, We didn't have cell phones back then. And I was sitting on the couch when he walked in the front door crying yeah. because I was already going through how would I get through his funeral because I was convinced. But that's how, but Gina, I know we laugh and stuff, but listen, I can tell you right now between you and me, 
listen, there have been times where I'm like, how did I even get down just this thought pattern? Yes, um, yes. And I can guarantee that there's the listeners and our friends and family that are listening to us. We've all experienced mm-hmm. that. Um, and I think we need to be reminded that that is part of counting the cost as a disciple of Christ. Yes. That, okay, God, I need your help. We're going to be thinking clearly. We're going to be thinking logically. We're going to be thinking your thoughts need to be my thoughts. Like that is a cost of discipleship. It's funny because I really think about even counseling some people who are going through things. And I find that's where we hit a brick wall. Yeah. Someone who wants to move forward and have a breakthrough. They don't want to surrender their thoughts. They don't. They don't. They don't. And because they aren't willing to do that, they're coming to church. Mm-hmm. They're reading their Bible. Yeah. They are asking for people to pray for them. Mm-hmm. They're praying themselves, but they won't surrender their thought patterns. Yes. And because of that, they're not able to fully trust God. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because where your thoughts are is where your hearts are. Yeah. Oh, hearts. Where your thought is where is where your heart, where your heart is your body's going to, your physical body yes. and emotions are going to follow after that. So Absolutely. let me, let me, yes, let on. me read this. So the second part is Luke chapter nine, verses 57 through 62. Real quick. So. It says, as they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. Who's all said that? Keep raise your hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus said to him, Foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Okay, that's eye opening. That's a whole nother sermon in oh, itself. Yeah. Because Jesus was saying, Listen. Everybody has a home, but I don't have a home. You still want to go with me? Okay, let's see. Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, 59. To another, he said, follow me. But he said, Lord, let me first go and bury my father. And Jesus said to him, leave the dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and proclaim the kingdom of God. Yet another said, I will follow you, Lord, but let me first say farewell to those at my home. Jesus said to him, no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. Now, there's so much packed in this verse. Oh, yeah. But what the Holy Spirit was speaking to me is this, is I imagined a farmer okay Mm -hmm. plowing and he or she they're physically doing the job okay they're physically doing the job and that's really important okay they're physically there Mm -hmm. they're physically present um but when i when you look at that last uh scripture where it says no one who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom of God. I was like, what makes you look back? Mm-hmm. And I thought, well, your body is physically there. Well, then those are your thoughts. Ooh. Those are your perceptions. There was something that wasn't guarded in that moment. Yes. And I so I was so glad that you wow. brought up Christians coming to church. There are so many of us that are coming to church. Right. We are physically here. Yep. All the body is physically here, but there is something about our thoughts and our mind and our perceptions that aren't here. And we have turned in some sort of direction that is not straight. 
Yeah. And that is what the Holy Spirit was speaking to me. So many of us are physically here. I can hear him. Erica, my children, their bodies are physically Mm. here, but their minds are not disciplined and their minds are not set on me. And that's what he needs. And it's because of that, that you can be physically present, but mentally not here. That's funny. This past Sunday, when Stephen and I were praying before church, that was actually what God had laid on my heart to pray specifically for people to not be distracted, that their minds would be open to hearing Mm. God, that their ears would be open. They wouldn't be, basically their minds not wander. Yeah. Yes. And that they would he- be present in service. Oh my! So look at God. God's mm-hmm. just bringing it all all together. And so um, I know that as we get ready to to wrap yeah, up here, yeah. I I'd like to something I wrote down was this. I said counting the cost of where we choose to look and where we decide or whom we decide to set our eyes on are just as important as what we physically choose to give up. Oh my goodness. That and is exactly, that's so accurate. So I, I, you know, as you guys continue on with your week, mm-hmm. you know, Gina and I's heart is, Hey, okay. We know physically we can count the cost and, yes. and we can trust God physically with some things, but what about our thoughts? I will tell you, Erica, when I, and this has happened maybe in the last six years, mm-hmm. I started really dealing with my thought life Yeah, in terms of surrendering to God and asking God to show me what it is that and connecting my emotions to situations and not letting my emotions and my thoughts rule me. Yeah. And as I asked God to come into those areas, I began to experience spiritual maturity. Mm. I started to grow. Yeah. And because when we are allowing our emotions and thoughts to be ruling everything, then we are just going, you know, wavering back and forth like waves. But when we're surrendered in our thought life to God, we are so steady. The, 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 The path becomes so clear and so steady. This is really such a powerful truth. I feel like it's a nugget mm-hmm. of truth that we just touched on. But that perspective of of looking, and you mentioned this when we talked earlier before we recorded the other day, that it's the perspective, like God's perspective. God's, God, you are my perspective. Right. You are my perspective. It's you. It's you. It's exactly. We're not looking at everything else. Mm-hmm. And when we're doing that, we are able to hear his voice speak to us mm. those next steps and those and just communing with him praying yes. and, and hearing his voice back to us so then that's when the peace comes yes oh my goodness yeah. such a good point that's exactly yes. when the peace comes it is it is so listen you guys thank you so mm-hmm. much for joining us oh, today yeah. our hope and our desire is that you will count the cost with your emotions this yes. week, that you will lay everything yes. down at his feet because his burden is light. 
oh, his burden amen. is light. And amen. so we want you guys to leave here encouraged. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us on yes. episode three. <laughs> <laughs> and we love you guys. We are praying for you. Yes. God is for you. And if he is for amen. you, who can be against you? So leave here encouraged today. We love you. All right, guys. Take care. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, you can share and post it on social media. And don't forget, leave us a comment. We would love to connect with you. And remember to like, share, and subscribe. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.